Hello and welcome to the Six Comms Podcast with me, Lisa Partridge. In today's episode, I'm joined by my good friend, Amrin Ali Rizvi, and we are going to talk about creating safe spaces for remote teams to communicate and connect. But before we jump into that, let me welcome Ambrin. Ambrin comes with over 20 years of experience in communication, from radio presenting on local uh, radio station in the West Midlands, to video production, where she filmed and directed the Birmingham Film and TV Festival. She's also done documentaries in South Africa and Egypt. And after that, she went into a career in L&D and worked with retail brands such as M&S, H&M, Subway and Selfridges before moving into the adult social care sector. So thank you very much for taking the time uh, to come and do this episode with me, Amberin, today. Welcome to the Six Comms podcast. Thank you, Lisa, for inviting me. Um, it's always a pleasure to work with you. Uh, in this short space of time that we've known each other, <laughs> yeah. I feel like we have already done a lot and I've known you for an absolute year. <laughs> Though um, it's been what? Well, it? just a, a year, not even a year, no, is not it? A, not a year. It's like yet. December last year, so December 2020. So yeah, it's quite amazing. And when we first met, we, we seem to have quite a deep connection from the get-go. Really. Absolutely. I, I think that's that was what kind of drew, drew me into wanting to do stuff with you um, around communication because it was that connection, I think, mm. that we both had uh, and it was a two-way road. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, in, and like, in, like I've said, in this short space of time, I think I've already learned a lot from you. So it's a oh, pleasure well, yeah. to be here. Thank you. <laughs> and um, just to go back to the experience, I've just kind of... <laughs> read out really I had to read it out because there's so much and it's so diverse (laughs) you know listening to you just sort of reading that out um like from my cv (laughs) as to say um even I kind of took a step back thinking oh actually actually you know I, I I have uh quite a wide range of um experience that I've had within communication because as you know working on the radio it's a it's entertaining people um you know talking and communicating with celebrities interviewing them mm. and it's a complete different form uh, um of having uh, a conversation as to say rather than working training it becomes different but the one thing that i would say stays is having a connection mm you know you you've got to have clarity <laughs> yeah about what what it is you're talking mm. about um but but having a connection is really important on whatever level you're at um so yeah it's mm. it's been an interesting run up until now <laughs> yeah definitely and and yeah you're right the number one thing is is about that um connection and it's it's so important um now more than ever with the the type of work that we are having to really um, get adjusted to um, and and that's kind of what led us to to write that article that we did recently together for the TD magazine yeah. which was really about how to bring remote teams together 
and craft and design safe spaces in which not only could we learn and help each other problem solve but also um, to really connect and get to know each other a bit more Um, it's something that I'm hearing a lot um, from various people in different organizations um, that yes they've enjoyed upskilling and and adapting to this new way of working but quite often they feel very disconnected and often quite isolated in some cases. What, what do you feel? Absolutely. I think the whole COVID situation, you know, that we're all going through all over the world, you know, um, has been a real game changer. Um, and especially when it comes to communication. I think initially we started off thinking, oh, you know, this online working, remote working is going to be for a short period. After a couple of months, we'll be back to normal. Then it went through the process of, oh, actually, it's here to stay a little bit longer. Then it went into, oh, my God, (laughs) this is not ending and we're, we're still in it. So it's almost like, you know, the different levels of bereavement is to say, you know, Mm. you're kind of going through a process, um, to deal with what this situation is. And I think now we're at a stage where everybody feels like, okay, we know how to do the whole technical side. We know this is what we have to do, but how do we do it effectively? Mm. And how do we connect, like you said, and how do we create those safe spaces for people to work, communicate, and stay connected online, Mm. I think. And I I think um, what I've been hearing on various uh, learning experiences that I've done for my own professional development, but also when I've facilitated um, teams in very different organisations, is they recognise that they do feel this disconnection, but they're, they're not really crafting or thinking about how to schedule those moments in their week when they can just kind of throw away the agenda and really put connection as a priority. Um, so, so in the article, going back to the article mm-hmm. that we wrote, we talked about two initiatives that could really help with this. I mean, there's lots, lots of ideas out there, but two initiatives that we experienced ourselves were the Zoom Labs mm-hmm. for me and the action learning sets for you um perhaps you could tell us a bit more about what those action learning sets um, yeah. involve okay well you know for for those who do know action learning sets have been around for a very long time and they're almost like those safe spaces to solve issues and problems which don't go outside of those four walls um and, and the way they work are, you know, a group of people get together. So it can be anything, to, for it to be effective, anything between 6 to 12. Um, and right on the onset, the number of people that are in that group are the number of weeks plus one or two weeks mm. that this, the, the, the kind of programme goes on for. So you all come in, um, you kind of set the rules to mm. say right every week somebody's gonna share what their issue is or their problem is and the rest of the group will help you understand that problem or think it through mm. so not giving you solutions and ideas because you've got to come up with that yourself it's about helping you think it through um and and then 
the following week you'll kind of come back and you'll give feedback to say right you know this is what happened with that issue Mm. it can be agreed that you know if it doesn't get sorted they get another week but the idea of it is is to feel free to feel relaxed and to feel safe to share an issue which sometimes you're able to do when you know you you're working with people and you can have that conversation um with someone but you kind of need different perspectives to help you through yeah that's to help the, yeah. help you think it through yeah okay. so, so that that's the idea of, a, of an action set mm. and I, yeah. I just wanted to pick up on a point that you said about <coughs> at the beginning to set set those rules um because like what we're discussing really in this episode is creating those safe spaces so that people feel as you say able to share yeah and um, comfortable and 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 feel comfortable doing that um so so how can you tell us a little bit more about how do you effectively create those those safe spaces okay well you know um pre-covid you'd be in a room and you'd kind of have that conversation on the onset and you'd say that look you know whatever's going to be said is going to be said it's going to stay in this room um no one needs to worry that if i share this it's going to get back to my manager it's going to affect my pdr or or whatever it may be but actually this is really affecting me Mm -hmm. so it's like a group coaching in a way um uh, so yeah, so it's it's an agreement with everybody. It's not just one person saying, right, this is how it's got to be. Everyone gets a say in what they feel is going to be sa- a safe zone for them. And that's what is kind of the rules that are set. Yeah. So you're kind of saying that everybody has an equal stake Absolutely. and everybody has yeah. a voice. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that, that also was a, um, something that our two initiatives had in common. So certainly for the the zoom labs that i was involved with it was about um getting a group of facilitators and trainers and and in some cases managers would pop in and out to get them to agree on what that session would look like so we had things like um no question is a silly question um we're here to experiment so it's about playing around with the technology and and seeing what works and what doesn't work it's having a space in which I can have a dry run before I then go out and try this on a paying uh, group of mm. people, our customers. So it was it was all very much about um, everybody having an equal say. Everybody was driving the initiative because we asked the group what topics they wanted to cover. So they came motivated um, because they had a say in, in what was covered. Um, and I don't know about you with the, the action learning sets, but certainly from what I could see from the Zoom labs was it wasn't just about the hard skill of learning the technology and how to actually deliver workshops via that platform. But it was also about having that momentum of once a week, the same time, mm. coming together um, and having an opportunity to share yeah our technical challenges but also the challenges of you know living through this pandemic that Mm. everyone is is kind of trying to manage well you know it's it has been really daunting hasn't it because even though we've been talking about digital transformation for some time it just got accelerated that was it all of a sudden 
it's like whether you're technically savvy or not mm. um you've got to do it this way and the pressure of that the pressure of being by yourself working remotely the pressure of dealing with this new technology that you've not worked with before and delivering for trainers you know or, or meetings or whatever it may be in a different way all of that pressure became so much more so having that safe zone that place to be able to talk about how you're feeling became even more important mm. um because you know when you're working in an office you have those opportunities to interact with one another yeah um you know with the person sitting next to you or you know the, the person near their office or you know walking over um to the water cooler <laughs> yeah the water cooler conversations yeah, yeah. yeah absolutely you know you have mm. those opportunities but because we're working remotely because of the situation we're in it that just fell down so that's mm. you know something needs to be there to take that place so people still feel mm. really connected mm. to one another and it and it can't be left to chance anymore no you know those chance encounters that you have in the physical space that we we can't do that in the virtual space it has to be scheduled and it has to be intentional um do you think it is difficult to <coughs> get that connection online like communicating online and, and getting that connection is it more difficult I, uh yes of course it is because mm. When you're working with somebody or you're communicating with someone or you're meeting someone for a coffee and a face-to-face, you know, there's lots of different forms of communication and body language is one of them, isn't it? The verbal, non-verbal, we all know that. And that makes a difference. So, you know, you can kind of, when you're sitting somewhat next to somebody and having a conversation or, you know, you're doing these other gestures, which makes the person who's talking feel like oh yeah this person's listening to me and vice versa when you're online it's much harder because it's a screen and a video you know you Mm. you you can't see the other things except for face expression mostly Mm -hmm. um and a lot of the times people especially in training sessions which you may have experienced as well Mm. you know people like to switch their cameras off so you you don't know is this person actually listening to me or not are they understanding Mm. or are they switched on or so it is harder um to be able to have that communication online and we've you've got to find ways to make it more natural isn't it yeah that's what we have to get to we've we've got to make this as you know second nature now that yeah i'm having a meeting with somebody online and i've got to form some kind of connection so all of those other things come into play Mm. such as compassion and clarity and you know you know the curiosity i'm using all of your six (laughs) e's thank you (laughs) yeah but yeah so i do think it's more difficult but it doesn't have to be and it's difficult because we don't know how to Mm. yeah you know the gap is still there and that Mm. gap needs to be filled in but it can't be until we know how Mm. yeah but i mean you've mentioned curiosity there and connection which are two of the six c's (laughs) um of effective communication um but i've i i think i've 
had obviously more online experience now so it, I can see a difference in the way I communicated like at the beginning of the pandemic when we were forced into using these very alien channels I mean I'd not really experienced a zoom call before um but now I'm doing that on a regular basis and that's that's the norm and so I that's, do that's consistency and that's consistency another C, there. <laughs> another C. Um, but I, I do feel that um it's becoming more natural yeah and so it, it, it is something to do with the number of times <laughs> yeah that you do something um look I was just about I mean I know I'm cutting you cutting in here communicating online there's so many other factors though as well that you've got mm. to balance when you're in an office um, and you're having a meeting, you're having a meeting with those 10 other people around the table. Being a mom at home, trying to have a meeting, mm. <laughs> you've got three kids in the back, you know, because of homeschooling. And, it, it's, and not just for women, for men as well. Yeah. It's juggling all those other factors that will affect yourself to be able to concentrate and connect with the other people within that meeting. So there are different elements of it being difficult than just, you know, shutting everything else out. Do you, you know, yeah, do you so there's there's more distractions, certainly. Yeah. Are you, I don't know if you are, but have you <laughs> consciously done anything to try to limit those distractions when you're in oh, an yeah. online meeting? <laughs> Oh yeah. Could you when give us I, any when, tips? Well, no, when I when I'm at home and I'm having a meeting, I have to go out and say to the kids, um, "Okay, guys, I'm going into a meeting now. Don't come in." My husband does the same. You know, it's it's yeah. a, a case of the warnings have to be <laughs> said out aloud. Yeah. Close the door. Make sure because it can become difficult. But then at the same time, I think everybody's in that same boat mm. of having some kind of whether it's a dog mm. you know or the, or the cat or whatever you know somebody's come on the door the doorbell's ringing you mm. don't know so I think you know in that sense we're all in the same boat but we're all trying to be really professional when we've got to kind of let it go and, and let everyone know actually we're all human we're all in the same boat we're all dealing with the same thing and you can only do that if you've got that kind of connection with the people you're communicating with mm. um, and, and they have the same kind of compassion, you know, towards whatever that situation is. Like mom, or, yeah. you know, your parents are, are all on the same level there. You know, you can, sometimes my husband's talking to somebody in Hong Kong or wherever it is and like the kids are in the background and the person sort of saying, oh, it's okay, my kids have just done the same. You know, so mm. there is that. So you, it's, it's really important to be able, we're going back to it, aren't we, to have that effective mm. connection to kind of set those kind mm. of rules and understanding that this might happen and yeah. with the whole online, mm. you know, meeting, training, whatever whatever it may be. And it's interesting that you, you, you talked there about, um, you know, we're, we're trying to keep everything quite professional, but we're in the background handling various different factors and perhaps that's that's the key to connecting is the first thing is to say well actually let's re-look at that word 
professional because yeah. that's going to change now and the line between professional work environment and personal private environment that line is is blurred now Absolutely. and so let's let's just kind of embrace it yes and I suppose that's where the curiosity comes in is to say you know ask that question yeah. if you see something going on in the background don't be afraid to just ask and be open to share it as well yeah reciprocate that openness well we have to be more open now don't we because mm. we're bringing everybody into our homes you know um and there are ways of blocking it out you know, you've got the screens in the back that people like put the yeah. artificial photographs the virtual backgrounds, virtual backgrounds yeah. and stuff but the noise is still going to be there if there is noise mm. but the point is i think you've got to make that connection more human um in order to feel relaxed and open and then what comes in there is um it's just gone right out of my head lisa <laughs> that's okay this is how human i this is am. This, this is human the human element playing out in front of us absolutely i think it's because of the distractions are constantly there isn't it <laughs> yeah. your mind has got distracted yeah i um, know that's what i'm saying you know the, the the compassion that you've got to have for each other um the understanding has to be there that okay you are working from home now mm. so there's it's going to be a bit different and i think you know that that goes across the board it doesn't yeah. matter whether you've got kids or haven't got kids or pets or no pets mm. you know everyone's got something else going on as well mm. so you we've got to be able to create those safe spaces to have the conversation that was what I was about to say yeah great great you got it she got she got there in the end um <laughs> absolutely but yeah no absolutely you've got to be able to get that connection have the safe space to be able to have that conversation with whoever it is that you're communicating with that mm. oh I've got kids you know, this might happen mm. or that you know you kind of set it from the start so yeah. there's no surprises mm. just just be a bit more understanding again and be compassionate with each other um but going back to like the learning initiatives that we um, mentioned the zoom labs and the action learning sets I do think that there is a need to yeah, as you say, day to day, be very compassionate and open about these different uh, environments that we're working in, but also to have that very intentional crafted sessions as well. Um, I was going to say as well, I mean, we've had this conversation many yeah. times before about the fact new teams that are starting or the new graduates that are starting jobs, you know, who've never been in a work environment or have been and they've come back or they've started a new team, whatever it may be. But the fact that you're starting a new team yes mm. you know pre-covid you'd go into the office you'd meet these people you know you'd have your official meetings with everybody but then you'd have that interaction wouldn't you mm. whereas now you're starting a new job you're having your official meetings with everyone but you're not having the softer conversations because mm. you're not having the opportunity to kind of just walk over to someone so what can be done mm. in order for them the new Comers, the new starters to feel more comfortable and to know get to know everybody so i think you know your zoom labs are a great way of of doing that yeah. and it doesn't have to be the same set of people always there in every week it can be people coming yeah you can rotate and get to know out. everyone yeah. yeah 
yeah it's true yeah and just and also just like this idea of why do we have to have agendas for each meeting sometimes just throw the agenda out of the window and then just make it a bit more open so it's just a space in which we can just have those random conversations so you get to know each other a bit more okay so we're coming towards the end of the episode thank you very much for sharing your pearls of wisdom (laughs) um so the six comms is all about the six c's of effective communication just to remind everyone what they are compassion connection curiosity clarity customization and consistency so amberin uh, which one resonates most with you and why okay so i've heard these six c's so many times (laughs) (laughs) And I do genuinely love all of them. <laughs> and I'm going to be so, like, awkward. Not choose one. Okay, go on Lisa. <laughs> I've actually got a three. <laughs> three. She's got that three. 50% of them are my favourite. Okay, no, they're great. All, they're all great. But what I believe, what I feel, and mm. I just, I can't, you know, sort of separate this. I think connection, obviously, is the mm. one that stands out, mm. you know, at the top. But equally, compassion and customization sits with me. So the three of them, imagine they're in a triangle. So you've got compassion, uh, connection at the top and compassion and customization. Because I feel it, the connection is really important. Hmm. And in order to have that connection, there's got to be compassion then. It's got to be a two-way road which then becomes customised to whatever the conversation or the communication you're having. So whether it's you encouraging someone or them encouraging you, or whether it's you being a shoulder to cry on or they're being a shoulder to cry on, you know, the situation becomes customised. The compassion is there, but the connection has to be there to start with. Mm. So the three of them actually for me. So you see this as okay. Yeah, no, that's fine. I'm, I'm quite happy with that. Thank you very much. Um, and just to let you know, if you do want more details of the two initiatives that we mentioned, we did mention that we wrote um, an article together and I'm going to put the link to that article in the show notes. So that just leaves me to say thank you for listening. Next week's episode will focus on building positive relationships by email, which is something that my followers have had lots of questions about. So please stay tuned for that one. If you would like to know more about Sixcoms, please visit our website, sixcoms.org. And you can connect with me on LinkedIn and Instagram at Sixcoms. Thank you very much. And thank you, Ambry. Thank you, Lisa.